Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about rest as I'm back from my sabbatical. And as always, please stick with us until the end when Sarah and I will tell you what we're looking forward to. Randy. I know. I'm so happy to be here. It's so nice to have you on the other side of the microphone from me. You did a fantastic job. Mm. I listened to the sabbatical episodes of yes. the Good Works podcast. Loved it. Thank you. Yeah. You're no. ready to host. But, uh, yeah, I'm ready to not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun and it was it was really neat having a couple of guests on mm-hmm. and um, yes. introducing the community to their work. So One of our favorites, I loved. So, but this is recap, way more comfortable. This is okay. <laughs> yeah, we're home. We're yeah. home. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, to yep. recap, we got to hear from Jackie yes. Council, and we got to hear from Susan yep. Pollock, yep. and then our own Katie, and then our own Katie. Yep. So yeah, if you didn't get a chance to hear those episodes, please go back into your feed and check out the past couple of episodes. And we've had some guests. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I am back. I was on sabbatical for three months and I thought I would fill our listeners in on a little bit of what that was about. Yeah. I'm sure everybody's curious. Yeah. Uh, If you do follow me on Facebook as Randy Hewitt, I don't know. I'm not an influencer, but you did see things. I tried to keep the world a little bit updated. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I'm back in the office and I thought I would actually reference a couple of gratitude summits ago. So this was, I believe, our 2022 event. Because okay. I think it was our first virtual First one. virtual during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. We showed a TEDx talk by a doctor named Sandra Dalton-Smith, who's out of the Atlanta area. And she talks about the seven types of rest. Mm-hmm. And sabbaticals essentially are periods of rest. Mm-hmm. They're most famous in academia, but... They are a thing in philanthropy where yeah. if you've been somewhere a long time, I've been here over 20 years, you take a moment, you, you pause, you reflect, right. and you rest. Yep. And so what I realized when I was reflecting on the – I chunked my sabbatical up into three months, and each month had a different focus. They really follow the seven types of rest mm-hmm. that she talks about in her work. Mm-hmm. So I think that was not intentional, but I have a feeling I love her work so much, I subconsciously absorbed it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how sometimes you'll be like just going through your life and you'll realize you're just Brene Browning? Oh, absolutely. As a verb. All the time. All yeah. the time. Right. Like you, saying or, the things, doing the things. Yeah. Or, or Simon Sinek-ing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that I was Sandra Dalton-Smithing yes, a bit yes. when I planned this. So the first month, I really focused on cleaning out the clutter mm-hmm. and diving into some books. Right. And for that, both I, literally and, and figuratively. figuratively. <laughs> correct, correct. So we've lived in our house a long, long time. So our attic had become a museum of every Hewitt family era. And those of us at the foundation have heard about the oh, attic for it, 20 years. <laughs> it has been a major point of shame uh-huh. for me. Personal shame mm-hmm. to allow anyone to see how bad our attic was meant. I was letting you into my deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. I didn't have a secret bigger than the horror of my attic. So it's kind of like if your friends, like the show Friends followers, like Monica in her closet. Yes. So Monica on the outside was all meticulous and clean and organized, yes. but she did have this one closet that was an absolute disaster. That was my attic. Yeah. And now I'm so pleased I can say was in the past tense, <laughs> because now my attic is a thing of organized beauty. Mm. And I got rid of so much stuff. That's a podcast for another day. Was I a secret hoarder? Maybe. I don't know. 
I'm still processing those feelings. But that month, I look at the in the seven types of rest. The first three are physical, mm-hmm. mental, and sensory. Uh-huh. And physical doesn't necessarily mean just sleep because it can also mean things like stretch and massage, mm-hmm. but where you're at rest inside your body. Mm-hmm. And then mental is slowing down your thoughts. Right. And sensory is getting away from the constant, the screens, the emails, the dings. It's exactly what I did. I actually listened to a bunch of audiobooks on my phone, but basically in airplane mode. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't getting any other input, (laughs) no texts. When I was up there, I was in the black hole of the attic, but listening to really great literature, which was helping me stay calm as I processed how bad our attic was. (laughs) But there was a turning point when the attic all of a sudden started getting organized. Sure. And I was so happy. That was the energy I took to the rest of the house. Yeah. Every closet, every room, you name it, every cabinet. Underneath my kitchen sink right now looks like an episode of HGTV. (laughs) There's a place for everything. There's a place for everything. Mm -hmm. I I want people to see it. Yeah, yeah. If you come to my home, there's a good chance I'm going to say... Take a peek under that sink. Absolutely. And I am looking for a compliment. Absolutely. So, most, most people want to share like their their wine cabinet nope. or you know some artwork or whatever. No. Come, come, come to the Hewitt's kitchen and look under our sink. Take a peeksy at my linen closet. Take a little peeksy. Yeah. yeah. I'm encouraging guests in our home. Open doors, open cabinets. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so anyway, that was the first phase of sabbatical. It was the month of March. It really set the tone in that early kind of rest, and I felt a real sense of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That set me up for the second phase, and that was what I considered my period of exploration, Mm -hmm. and I also did a lot of writing. And to make that possible so that I could really get away from the day-to-day, I took off and spent a month in Australia. Mm -hmm. So I spent um, the month of April in Sydney, Australia, and I was really unbelievably fortunate that this could happen and that my husband works in such a way that he could come with me. So it was the two of us. And so each day I would set out on my feet, didn't have a car that was intentional as well. And I'd go explore and I was in museums and I was at the beach and I was on trails and I was at the mountains and you were talking to people. I was talking to people. Mm -hmm. I was, I was on the bus and I was meeting people and I was meeting people in restaurants and bars and stores and I went to the library, you you name it. I Mm -hmm. sort of just explored the area. And then I gave myself a series of writing prompts, some professional, some more personal. Mm -hmm. And I would explore those thoughts. As I look at that, I was deeply engaged in the kinds of rest related to creativity. Creative rest is where you dive into the arts and nature Mm, and let that wash over you. People talk about going to somewhere like the Adirondacks Mm -hmm. or the Grand Canyon. And all of a sudden they're thinking big thoughts. Right. Oh, yeah. The vastness of that creeps in and gets inside of you. Yeah. The same, you talk about people that will listen to a piece of music and now they have this wonderful breakthrough in how to solve a problem at work. Right. Inspiration. It is inspirational. So I was in creative rest. I also went to three concerts Mm -hmm. while I was down under, and I went to a comedy festival because I had the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then emotional rest Mm -hmm. is when you cut back on people pleasing. Mm -hmm. Not the same as love, not the same as connection, but the little things you do throughout life that aren't authentic. I mm-hmm. think that's why people pleasing is not great for us is it's right. not authentic. Right. You right. don't feel it. Right. You do it. Yeah. It's different than 
doing for somebody because they need something or because you love them or whatever. Right. These aren't related to like the love languages. Right. Right. This is where you just do these things because of a sense of obligation. Right. Yeah. Well, going to the opposite side of the earth, (laughs) there's not really anyone to please. I mean, Mm -hmm. I tried really hard to bond with the dog that was nearby, (laughs) but that was dog pleasing. And that actually is, that is a part of emotional rest. Yeah. The dogs in Australia were wonderful. Again, topic for another day. But I find the dogs of Australia hysterically cool like, so funny <laughs> just like every australian exactly <laughs> they take on the the same vibe as australia just like italian dogs mm-hmm. are efforts effortlessly cool oh, yeah sure so and very pop, loving very loving <laughs> so anyway i was really deeply into creative and emotional rest there mm-hmm. and came back energized mm-hmm. as you would sure. with that because now i've really conquered five types of rest and i came back for the final month and the final two types of rest. My plan with the final month was to come back to the area, come home in May, and really connect with what I genuinely missed. Right. Which was, you know, the people mm-hmm. that I love, the animals that I love, and our Finger Lakes area yeah. that I love. And I gave myself that month to spend time in those relationships. I broke sabbatical a couple of times. I had to come see my people at the community <laughs> foundation. You are people I missed so much. Yeah. We um, were grateful for that too. I just had to. Um, I got to spend some really good time with my daughter who finished her first semester or first year of college. Um, we actually, our family grew. We brought a new person into our home, Jaden. He's now our newest Hewitt family member. And uh, again, story for another day. Mm-hmm. He's going to be with us through his last year of high school. That connection is so important to me. Um, And I was able to connect then with the friends that I missed so much. And that is a a type of rest, social rest. Social rest, though, doesn't mean that you go into a a hole and close the door or, you know, lock yourself alone, away alone. Mm -hmm. Social rest means that you pause and think about does this relationship charge me up? Does it support me? Right, yes. Or does it drain my right, battery? Right, right, So I was able to think through who really, you know, charges me up. Yeah, absolutely. And that meant I got to see my best friends that are in Connecticut that mm-hmm. I very rarely get to see. I took a drive, the irony of this podcast, I drove out to Naples and had lunch with Jackie Council. Yeah, yeah. I always feel really energized after an afternoon with Jackie. And then... The last thing, so this was about connections, and then I really tried to spend some time in appreciation. Mm -hmm. I drove around the outer reaches of our area. Mm -hmm. I drove from Naples to Dundee, you know, I, I, and then, oh, on to Hector, Mm -hmm. just alone, just in my car, just taking in the space that is our home. And then even more locally, I took some nice walks just along our river, which I know you do often. yeah. And in that appreciation for our community and our spaces, I really was able to hit the final kind of rest, which is spiritual rest. Mm -hmm. Spiritual rest means you pause and connect with something bigger. For me, that's community. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting, after that connection with our big spaces, Mm -hmm. I found myself eager to get into our libraries Mm -hmm. and our festivals. I couldn't get enough of our people places. Yeah, you came back um, with fresh eyes. Absolutely. So that's my sabbatical journey as linked to the seven types of rest. Uh, 
I loved it. I highly recommend if you ever have an opportunity to take a moment, maybe it's a day, maybe it's three months. Right. If that is presented to you, take it. Mm-hmm. What I learned is I am not essential <laughs> to the operation of anything. Mm-hmm. I can step away from something and it is fine. But that right. can be our foundation. That can be my house. That can be my neighborhood. That can be our country. Mm-hmm. Everything's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. The weight of the world is not on my shoulders. Right. It's not on any of our shoulders. <laughs> no, thank God. Thank God. Right. Yeah. And so don't allow that fear to stop you from taking that time to process and rest and right. rest in all the right. ways. Even as simple as like a weekend, you yes. know, um, don't check those emails no. on the weekend. Like make sure you have a hard stop at 4.30 on Friday or whatever that time is and then come back to it on Monday. The world Absolutely. is not going to explode no. because you haven't checked your email. I yeah. could not agree more. Mm-hmm. I find myself picking up my phone far less than I did before my yeah. sabbatical. That's awesome. I really do. If I set it down, it's down. I've even now put this screen time thing on where from 9 p.m. to 7 a.m., aside from texting, sure. I, I want my people to text me. Right, I don't right, want to right, miss right. a funny meme from my best friends. <laughs> right. I mean, the world should stop right, for that. Right, right. Or if the Togney's dog, Kevin, does something especially cute, right. I need to know I that in real time. I need to know time. that. Yeah, that's um, vital. But no, all the other apps go away for mm-hmm. the night. Yeah. I don't need it. No, you don't. No. If I didn't get to Wordle, that's on me. That's really okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to give up that feeling of peace I was waking up with every day mm-hmm. for three months. And I want to carry that forward with me for the next 20 years. What would you say? So looking at the three months collectively, Mm -hmm. what was your favorite thing about stepping back for three months? The first thing that comes to mind is the opportunity to travel Mm -hmm. and travel far. Yeah. And there was something about going away for an entire month where I didn't check or I didn't have a quick Zoom to jump on. Right, right. Often I'll go to the Adirondacks, but I'll still work while I'm there. Right. It's wonderful, and I feel blessed that I can do that, but this mm-hmm. was different. Yeah. So the time to leave and just dive into another area, another part of the world. Yeah. That was luxurious. Yeah. Um, yeah. The second thing, though, is my attic. <laughs> My attic. I had a feeling you're going to say that. attic. Yeah, which will forever remain clean. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there are like rules of engagement with the attic now. My husband, Dusty, wanted to put something in the attic. And I was like, ooh, 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 wait, why? What? Why would we put that up there? Right, right. And it's it's beyond Marie Kondo. Like, right. it's not does it spark joy or is it important or whatever. Right. It was like, is it attic worthy? right. You need to take like a good 24 to 48 hours Correct. of thinking about the thing. Is it before, worthy? Yeah. Is it worthy? Does it go in the attic or does it go yeah. out One of thing, the house? <laughs> One thing has made it to the attic since my sabbatical, mm-hmm. and that is an ornament, a Christmas ornament I purchased okay. in Australia at the Opera House. It went with the Christmas ornament. But it's in its place. Exactly. Yes. If it doesn't have a natural home up there, it doesn't go up there. <laughs> no. That's so funny. No. <laughs> no. No. He was being a a little loosey-goosey with the new attic rules. Um, (laughs) Now there is another place of deep shame in our house, and that is Dusty's basement. So I'm just letting the world know that. If you think it's all perfection, no way. The basement is still a work in progress. But it was sort of Randy's the attic, Dusty's the basement. They're separate separate areas of shame. Okay, okay. I no longer live in that shame spiral. (laughs) 
Good for you. I live Andy. in the light. <laughs> live in the light. <laughs> so thank That's you awesome. for this conversation. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I really appreciate it. We are very happy to have you back. Um, Thanks. And so happy you were able to take this time to pause and reflect and come back fresh. So thank you. Bye. Lots of ideas. Yeah. I do feel like I've come back into the the office like a boat going too fast mm-hmm. and creating a lot of wake. <laughs> right. So I am trying to think i have all these ideas they can last 20 years yes they can they don't have to happen this month they don't need to be done in this fiscal year even correct (laughs) right so i appreciate you being a wonderful uh just pull the balloon down a little bit a little bit a little bit a little bit (laughs) all right so with all of that thank you for letting me talk about myself so absolutely i really want to hear what are you looking forward to sarah in the next few weeks here in the old finger lakes um so this is a little bit solemn but um still uh really um special and i think will be very uplifting um so our community lost a dear friend and colleague um and family member and mother um lynn dates passed away not too long ago um those of you that um don't know her Lynn has um, worked in the nonprofit community for forever um, at the Arts Council, and then she was executive director at 171 Cedar, and her last position was with the Food Bank. Um, after an extended illness, she passed away, um, and she was an incredible artist. She was. Um, and even uh, more than that, she was just um, one of the best human beings that I've ever come in contact with. Uh, with so I agree um, as a way to honor her um, and her life and creativity there's going to be an exhibit of her work at the Arts Council Um, the exhibit will run from July 17th to August 4th um, with a special reception that's open to everybody on July 21st from 4 to 7 p.m. and it's just I'm really looking forward to um, to seeing other pieces of it. So you gifted me a, a piece of Lynn's work, and I know you have one. Yes. Um, it'll just be really special to be surrounded by her work. Um, I spoke to somebody yesterday who said, who was close to Lynn and her family, that they're actually um, getting some of her very early work, like from her college days, which oh, is very that, different than some of the some of her wonderful. later work. Um, so I'm I'm really excited to see that, um, and I know it's going to be very special for her family too. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. Yeah. Yes, we'll both have personal pieces yeah. in the exhibit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What a loss! Just, I know. Just, just incredible. Yeah. Um, love, 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 Lynn. So she will be missed. She personified comfort. Oh my I gosh! Found her. You know how people have comfort foods. Uh-huh. I oh, believe absolutely. Lynn was one of my comfort people. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's it's funny you say that as one of the things. So as when we are not entering, when we are loaning um, pieces that we own to for the exhibit, um, Connie had asked you know to write a little story about you know what the piece meant to you or what memory it stirred. And I you know as I was looking at what I have, it completely reminded me of the kindness in Lynn's eyes. Mm-hmm. Like there was all, she's a very kind soul and warm mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just love her. Well, so. thank you for that. Thank you for yeah. bringing that information to our listeners. And yeah, yeah that will be open to the public. Yeah. And if you didn't know her, that's fine too. Go and oh. be surrounded by this really whimsical, fun, pretty, pretty work. Yeah. yeah. Just accessible. Yeah. 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 
I, I just think it'll make you smile. Yeah, absolutely. So what are you looking forward to? Well, something we talk about, you talk about baseball. <laughs> Always. Always. And I'm the person that loves summer camp. Yes, yes. So loving the summer camp season is here. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing all the the community. As I drove around, I drove by camps and I saw that they were kind of opening up yeah. for the summer. Mm-hmm. So I am very excited to hear about all the newest crop of campers heading to the Finger Lakes up, you know, into the different camps. We're really fortunate here. We have several funds that provide what we call camperships. Yeah. They're scholarships for camp. Mm-hmm. So we participate in sending kids to camp. Yeah. And it it's just fun to That's see. It's a lot of fun. It yeah. is fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing those pictures and those stories. And I'm getting the inside scoop. One of my favorite camps, I'm biased, is Camp Corey. It's where my daughter has gone since she was eight. And she's on central staff there now. So I get fun updates in the evening of just crazy things that happened at camp. <laughs> and uh, I love it. I love it. So just the camp vibe. Yeah. Um, I think it's the kind of thing that everyone smiles when you think about campfires. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. Songs swimming and swimming and-, and being in the lake and just, you know, being together and at night being in a cabin and whispering to your new best friend you right, just made at right, camp. Right, right, right. Those oh. relationships that are so, so special. They are, too. So love it. Love seeing everyone getting ready. If you're out there and you're listening and you ever want someone to come help you pack a camp trunk, I'm your person. <laughs> you are. It'll be organized. It will be organized. <laughs> and it's fun to decorate a camp trunk. Yeah. Yeah. So don't don't miss out on putting those photos, those stickers, those things on it. Uh, yeah. Really fun to bring those little bits of home to camp. Absolutely. Uh, we have to give a shout out to all the graduating seniors um, yes. this year, too. Uh, as I was checking Facebook, I know a lot of graduations happened or will happen tonight. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to all of them as well. Yes. Class of 2023, we're really proud of you. Mm-hmm. We just had our scholarship celebration. Yeah. What an impressive group of people. They are, yeah. And so cute. So cute. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. We don't see photos with scholarship applications, and then we see them in person. I'm like, like, you're all adorable. You're so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So good job, class of 2023. (laughs) They're really going to make a huge impact in the world. Sure. Thanks for that shout out. All right. Well, thank you, Sarah, for this conversation. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners. It's been wonderful to be back with you. Can't wait for the, you know what's to come in the next few months. I can't wait to hear more updates from the great Finland trip mm. and more to come here from the Community Foundation. So as always, thanks for listening always all the way to the end of the Good Works podcast. Mm-hmm.